You're listening to Never Sleeps Network. You might need to slow down for WWE Fastlane. It's Bilal Bakani. It's Daniel Shahori. It's The Express. And uh, Dan, we might be about to set a record because we've got one, two, three, four, five matches. Uh, thank God we're recording this before Friday because you know they're going to add three matches on Friday. Um, how are you feeling about the show? I'm feeling good, and I hope they don't add it. I hope uh, this is refreshing. The I'd love to see a five-match pay-per-view or a PLE. That'd be wonderful. Uh, WWE has some momentum. We'll talk more at the end about the shift in momentum uh, from one company to the other, mm-hmm. and uh, we'll go from there. But, yeah, I am looking forward to this. Thank you. Yeah, I, I hope it's uh... – let me take a break. I hope it's straightforward. I hope it's five to six nice tight matches. Maybe a Jade Cargill shows up at the end mm-hmm. and we can all go home happy. The pay-per-view is not going into 11. Uh, just, I hope that is what it is. But let's start with what I think will be the main event, the WWE World Heavyweight Champion Seth Rollins taking on Shinsuke Nakamura in a last man standing match. Um, I'll take this out of the description because I don't want to plagiarize the betting odds. They've got Rollins. I don't, I don't know where. I forget where I stole this from. At minus 300. Nakamura plus 200. So Rollins going in as the favorite. And, you know, if Seth Rollins wasn't going to lose to Shinsuke Nakamura the first time, why, you know, lose now? Interesting. Yeah, I I hadn't considered that if he would possibly win or lose, or as in, sorry, if he would lose Seth. But I don't know. Do you think it's possible that they will do this? Or at least least a cash in? Yeah, a cash in is always a possibility. Uh, I, you know, Triple H likes to really have these long, and it's not just Triple H, it's WWE in general. They like these long, uh, meandering title reigns. You know, mm. Seth Rollins has already gone from this guy who does open challenges to kind of just a guy who has a belt and likes people to sing his song. Um, you know, this stuff with Shinsuke is good. I think it's some of the best stuff yeah. Shinsuke has done. He's never I, won a major belt, so I don't I'd be happy so. with it. Yeah, I, I would love it if he won. Uh, I'd be pleasantly surprised. I think a cash in would be great. Um, it is starting to feel stale, though. I think Rollins, especially given the health issues, it'd be nice if he could step away here and take a break. Uh, oh, exactly, but, which is why maybe they should do this. But then I feel like it's WWE, so they probably won't. But we, we will see. <laughs> Let's talk about John Cena and LA Knight. They are the biggest favorites of the night at minus 1,000, taking on uh, Jimmy Uso and Solo Sokoa, who are plus 500. This is probably going to be the most predictable match, Dan, but, but maybe the funnest. Yeah, this will be the funnest. Uh, but you, maybe it's possible Cena takes the pin. I don't think LA Knight will take the pin. No, but they're not. They're not. You're right. They're not losing. It will be fun, and uh, uh, Uso will likely take the pin on this one. But yes, of course, this will be. Uh, uh, this will be the most overmatch of the night i believe but again i'm forgetting what else is coming so you'll tell me no fair enough and look i would be lying if you know this was a six-man tag with the rock and roman reigns it would be an infinitely bigger match like multiples i won't even try to calculate beyond this what we're getting instead uh and i'll joke about this later when we get to the lwo it's 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 kind of the guys who aren't Rey mysterio and santos you're you're not getting roman reigns you're not getting jimmy uso or you're getting you're not getting jay uso you're not getting the rock Getting John Cena, LA Knight, Jimmy Uso, and Solo Sokoa. Like these, these are it's still pretty good. And and look, the writer's strike is is slowly evaporating here. So you're not going to be getting John Cena for much longer. So I shouldn't be picky here. But and you're probably not gonna get the rock again anytime soon. Anyways, you, you see my point. Speaking of other matches, the women's champion EO Sky, who's minus three hundred, is gonna take on Asuka, who's plus four hundred, and Charlotte Flair, who's plus four hundred. 
at this point, Dan, I just kind of want to get to Bailey versus Io Sky, which I feel like I've been saying from the moment Io's won this belt, but here we are yet again. But when do you want to do that? Like I, I would have liked to have done it many months ago, but I, I guess, you know... So, but now, can... now that it hasn't happened, when should yeah. it happen at this point going forward? Uh, it should be immediately following. Immediately? Uh, just, but I mean, what's like, next? Is it like Survivor Series? Uh, yes. Or no, so no, there's would... a Saudi show. There's a Saudi show. So you okay, could do it in Saudi. I would do that in Saudi. Okay. Yeah. I, I can um, see that. It raises a good question. What the hell do they do with the women's war games? Uh, damage control would still be an easy cheat code, uh, especially going against Oscar, Charlotte, and potentially Bianca Belair. You know, you're, you're six out of 10 on your way to, I think it's 10, a very good war games match. And all you really have to do is bring in some tag teams, which, you know, your tag team champions on Raw could fill in the the buffer. Uh, and, and very easily, the witches uh, could be the magic that fills out this match because uh, they're still around. So I see your point. It, it, there is something to be said for holding off the implosion from Bailey Which, until after. That could be the catalyst, like losing a War Games match, potentially. Yeah. So fair enough, but I still want it to happen. Uh, speaking of things that are happening, Bobby Lashley and the Street Profits, who are minus 500, are taking on the LWO, who are plus 300. The real question, Dan, here, here is that there's only three people in this Bobby Lashley stable. There are five people in the LWO. And yes, we know Selena Vega's not going to be in this match. We don't really know. And we know Santos Escobar is going to be in this match. And we, we know Rey Mysterio is going to be in this match. We don't really know which part of the tag team is going to be in it, whether it's uh, De- Cruz, Del Toro. I, I don't know. They're weird fake names. Um, but one of them will be in it. And that will be maybe the mystery around this match. Yeah. And going back to what we just talked about, now I'm thinking maybe this could be the it's could could it could it be justified for the, the men's war games match? These two groups adding mm-hmm. uh Omos. Yeah, and MVP potentially. MVP, or yep. now I don't know if this is gonna happen. Bobby Lashley called out asking uh he, he was suggesting that Jade Cargo would be a, a good addition mm. to that group, right? But which is like, yeah, if she would, but I oh, think yeah. she's already I think she's gonna be a bigger star on her own. But if that was the case, then have her opposite uh, Zelina. Yeah, or uh, Dragon Lee has already been kind of associated with this group. So if you're going down the mail route of five on five, yeah. um, you've got an option. You can easily there. do it, but yeah, yeah, that would be especially when you have four members of the LWO. Dragon Lee's already affiliated. That's a really, you know, and, and as you said on on the male side to find MVP or almost uh, Ashanti the Adonis is is running around without top dollar. This probably isn't going to happen, though, man. Like, they're going to yeah. do something with Cody and, and the bloodline will be in the... Yeah, I, I think that's the more likely situation. Uh, yeah. Although Cedric Alexander still works there. Uh, but anyway, oh, right, speaking, speaking of the Judgment Day, uh, the Undisputed Tag Team Champions will defend their belts against Cody and Jey Uso, the Judgment Day uh, minus 300 here, Jey and Cody plus 200. A, a really weird stopgap match. I think they were going to do a four-on-four tag um, but maybe to your point, maybe they decided to leave that for war games. I guess this is okay. Um, it's I, I would have really have loved to see Champa and Gargano in this spot. I think significantly more than a team that's not a team, but okay. Sure, but uh, they just got back together on Monday, mm. Gargano and Champa, of course. But I, I obviously they're going to be champions within six months, right? Yeah. 
maybe the Wakeful Mania if they have a good. Mm. Um, but having Cody going for the tag belts, I didn't see that coming. You're right. It's a good. Uh, what, what did you say? A stop, Matt? What was the term? Stop gap. Yeah. Stop, but kind of that's exactly what it is, and it's it's yeah. not a bad one. So maybe like, what do you think? Is it possible that Cody and Nisha are going to win this? I, 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 when Jay has won so many belts, it reminds me of when Edge won a tag belt with Hogan. And you're just kind of like, what the hell are you doing? Um, I, I really don't think they should win the belts. I think they're two very good superstars. They're very hot. So this is a smart way to deploy them. Um, but they're really not a team. I, I think this would be a huge mistake. Uh, and I just hope they don't go there. No. Uh, <laughs> I don't think they will. But if it does... It's it, look. It's it's. I don't know. What are they gonna? What are they doing with Cody with the next six months? When, when is when to is, get to WrestleMania? Yeah, no, six months. Yeah. I think it's about April. So we're sitting here. We've got uh, the rest of October, November, December, January, February, March, April. We're talking about seven months, maybe depending so they on how you want to look at it. What are they doing with him until then? Right. I, yeah, uh, and I, you know, Gunter is is not losing the Intercontinental Champion anytime soon. Although he's already broken he? the record. Yeah. I, but, until, again, but, talk, but until the right person presents themselves, and I don't know who that is. The other part of this is the other side, if you will, uh, could be Cody gets the loss here. The Judgment Day cashes in the same night or soon after, and there's some heat for Cody to go after Priest in that title eventually. Um, so maybe they can salvage this, but I feel like it's a bit of a stretch. Finally, Dan, the only other thing I've written down here, which I honestly type while we were chatting, Will Jade Cargill show up? I hope so. This seems uh, to be the reporting. Now that this has happened, mm. like before, I was like, no, I, I didn't want her to, just like Cody, I didn't want him to go. Mm. Uh, and then Jade's like, no, stay, come on. This, mm. uh, but th- now that it's happened, yeah, I'm excited. Now that it's happened, so let's see it. And uh, I want to see how they treat her. Mm. Uh, I want to see, I want to, um, uh, this is the, I, Right now, this is the top thing I'm most curious about the next month with this company. Uh, the, the treatment, the presentation, the debut of Jade Cargill. Because mm. this, this is really going to be a harbinger of how others, how they mm. try to attract others into it. And this is a real test. They knew, we knew that they would treat Cody like royalty, but he's different. Mm. But yeah. now this, she is also different. And I think they're going to make, a, make a, an example out of her in, in, in the most positive way. I think what people forget is Brian Pillman uh, and, and Nathan Frazier's trans, uh, transition in through yeah. NXT. I thought Cargill was going to go that route. This report kind of makes me feel like she'll be somewhere in between. She's not debuting at WrestleMania, but you know she's also uh, not going to debut in NXT UK or as part of a no. video, um, no. uh, you know, a vague video no. on No Mercy as as Brian Pillman seemed to. Um, so we'll see. She'll fit somewhere in between. Um, I, I think long-term, there's a lot of potential here. Um, I, I do think they've got a pacer because I, I really don't think you can insert her against Io Sky or Rhea Ripley tomorrow. I think, no. you know, you got to put her in uh, and, and build her up. matches. Uh, well, yeah. and even beyond squash matches and, and the WWE ring style, I, I think she has to introduce herself to an audience that a lot of it is going to know her but some people have, are going to have never yeah. seen her because there is that percentage, and it's not a huge percentage, of the WWE audience that wouldn't watch AEW. Uh, Cody is different because he had that career yeah. in WWE before. Uh, and they've done a good job hyping her up, but I think... They've done a great job time. hyping her up. 
And yeah. I think they're going to repeat the exact same formula as Tony Khan did. They're going to mm. put her on a monster streak. There's, yep. It's going to be a long time before somebody beats Jade Cargill. Yeah, and, and again, you, you have that image of her with the baddies, of Mark Sterling. Um, so I think it is going to be important, whether they pair her with a Bobby Lashley uh, or let her run solo or have some other a sort Heyman. of alliance. I'd put her with uh, Heyman. A Heyman would be, especially given the state of the bloodline. Yeah. Uh, that, and again, n- not long-term, but sort of what you did with Brock Lesnar to exactly. a point. And then once the person is over enough, then you can step away. Um, and that would be ideal. He, he would be it's just the the way better. And no, no disrespect to Mark Sterling. I, mm-hmm. I do like Mark Sterling. But yep. he would just be that much better a version of what that idea was. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, he would be the best. Um, although, you know, BFAB's out there. But uh, I don't know how that would work. Unless Cargill... Oh, you know, would literally throw BFAB into people. Like, I don't know. I think you could have some some fun with that too, actually. So I think there's some options there. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and even, you know, somebody who's got that rap background and to take it to a different space. I think that might be an interesting way to change it up. Um, you know, not a cheering, uh, sort of a hype squad instead of a cheering section, but a lot of options there. Dan, uh, what else do you want to say about, because we, we missed Wrestle Dream last week. Uh, and XT No Mercy, because our, our schedules just didn't line up. And also, I, I quite honestly forgot both pay-per-views were happening until about, you know, days before. Uh, what do you want to say about all that stuff or anything else wrestling before we go? Well, I wanted to definitely touch upon Jade Cargill. That was the mm-hmm. biggest thing that on my mind yeah. for that. But also, again, the like like I, I alluded to at the beginning, like my, finally, my, my fandom has, as it always does over the years, is drifted back towards mm. WWE in the favor of WWE versus the current rushed saturated mm. project product of AEW a mm. company that look I love this company mm. but th- they've it's way too much too quickly now mm. uh, what when in year 1 of AEW the reason I liked AEW so much in year 1 of that is because they had one TV show and they had four pay-per-views a month. Therefore, mm-hmm. it caused them to focus and build towards the next week's television and the week after that. So mm-hmm. you got excited, exciting television week after week after week because they're just building towards the one product. And now they can't keep up with themselves. And there's so much, there's so much, there's too, that, that is as great as uh, Wrestle Dream was. Mm-hmm. way too long i couldn't sit through it right i had it took me three sittings to watch that show it's ridiculous it's way too much even though as great as it was for a lot of for for many reasons it's too much and that and wwe is also is the is the is the one that started this trend so i don't let them off the hook be, but they, they've certainly uh they've they've reeled in their premium live events they don't, they're not doing. They they've understood this. Yep. They've understood Saturday is a better night. Mm-hmm. I'll never forgive them for a three hour raw because this is what started the problem to begin with. Uh, but again, but uh, AEW has has tried to do too much uh, too quickly after four years. That there's no reason that they should be going. They're trying to build to 10, 12 pay per views a year. No, uh, mm-hmm. there's when you when you can't have anything ready that's that's that people want to see from rampage you can't, mm. don't don't they should have stopped when rampage started like this is a problem that was the beginning of the problem uh because they, they couldn't keep up with it they already had evolution evolution or F, whatever dark elevation 
and dark. And like to me that when those things launch, it's like this is a bit much. Just focus on one thing. And they've added so goddamn much. That was my rant on on what's happening here. And I'll just say this: the the problem becomes when uh, to your point about doing too much too fast. The rollout in Canada is such that you know we get dynamite on TSN, and now these other two shows are part of TSN Plus. Because and and this is not specific to AEW. The NHL has had this problem. Uh, many sports types organizations have had this problem. They haven't negotiated their rights deal very well, and as a result, TSN has taken collision. They've taken Rampage and they put it on TSN Plus. So even for me, somebody who has cable and a bunch of streaming services, I don't pay for TSN twice. I'm not a madman or I'm not disconnected enough that I pay a premium for TSN. So that's off my radar. And then it makes it increasingly tough to actually watch the pay-per-views. And to your point, you know, Edge had the big debut. And that clip was the most watched AEW clip. But you could watch that clip. You didn't need to watch the pay-per-view for that moment at all. Like you could get that for free. So they find themselves in this very odd spot. And I think when Warner Brothers sets up a streaming deal, um, you know, I think they'll figure it out. I think it'll be similar to the network and then they can start to figure it out. But they're 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 in just a, a tricky, tricky spot. And and again, I think you and I but have they a great put themselves level. in that spot. That's was so I don't have that much empathy. Uh yeah. like if you remember like uh all in in Wembley was like just over five weeks ago. That was the biggest thing they ever did. One of the biggest shows in history, arguably. And now since all in five weeks ago, they've had four major events. They've had, they had all out. They had the Archer, Arthur Ash show. They had a wrestle dream. Yeah. And there was some, uh, like, they're, like it's they too need much to list. breathe. Like yeah. that never, like they should have had, a real calm down after all in mm. and rebuilding, but they just kept going and going and going and collision. And it's too much. Anyways, I've, I've nailed yeah, this. And, and I, I would love to see, you know, being the elite or something rolled into one of these shows like rampage. And then maybe, you know, maybe then th- this whole world can be a little more connected. Not that I can even watch rampage right now. Um, but maybe that would lead to like, I don't know, better storytelling um it's it's tough dan because i i have a great respect for what they're trying to do me too and and to steal a simpsons quote but it's so much money uh i I can never fault someone (laughs) in money especially in this economy in this entertainment world um so we'll just have to see it's not just me though man there's a lot of people going to get driven off by just by exhaustion Mm. wwe started that it was too much before AEW came along yeah now it's too much. It's you can't. It's a full time job to be a wrestling fan these days if you want to keep up with everything. Honestly, Dan, it is getting to the point yeah. where, and it's mainly because my wife can't take it. I, I will just watch you a lot of this understand. stuff on trend. I, I watch like honestly, I have the Bell app. I yeah. download a lot of these shows and I watch them on my way to work. A lot of us know, are doing on this. my phone because oh, it's you just can't keep stuff. up with it. Right? Yeah, and, and honestly, it it be, it goes from yeah. well, it's on my phone to. Well, I'm just going to put it in my pocket and listen to it. And that's a lot of my consumption of Dynamite right. and NXT now is that way. Raw and SmackDown, right. I do watch on my TV. But the other two shows, they literally might end up on my pocket on the streetcar, you know, given how my schedule yeah. works. And, and it is what it is. Because it's just, you're right. It's so much content. It's absolutely insane. It's, the only people that could keep up with all of it are mm. content creators that made it their job to do mm. that. So that's the, also their job. 
So mm-hmm. these are the only people that can do it because they don't have a job to go to yeah, afterwards. To That's yeah. their job. So, and these are the people I turn to to keep mm-hmm. up with it. I need to keep listening to podcasts and reading things because mm-hmm. uh, I can't watch it all. Yeah, no, it's just yeah. you know, it's almost a relief when TSN said, "Well, we want you to pay more," and I'm like, "I'm, I'm not paying more. I, I'm just not." Um, and again, e- even these premium live events from WWE. Um, you know, it's gotten to a point where if you have something to do, like literally anything to do, just stay off social media and you watch it the next day and skip through a bunch of crap. Like there's, there's yeah. so much filler in these things. Yeah. Um, I wait a couple that, hours and then I start watching. Yeah. Yeah. There's, there's no point. For the uh, same reason. Dan, yeah. Thank you as, as always for this. Um, thank you. It, it's a weird time in wrestling, but in some ways a great time. I don't know. Um, I don't know what else to say. Never sleeps network. This has been a Never Sleeps Network production, executive produced by Alex Ross. For more information and content, visit NeverSleepsNetwork.com.